Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning and welcome. You're listening to Dare Prayer's Morning Bible Study, and we're glad you could join us. But before we get into the Word, let's pray. Lord, we just thank you, Lord, for the confidence that you have given us, Lord, and that we can go and boldly preach your gospel, Lord, around the world, Lord. And Lord, we also just thank you for your shield of protection that is around us, Lord, that you cover us and guide us in every situation, Lord. And Lord, we also just thank you for those that are being drawn towards you each and every day, Lord. And Lord, we also just thank you that more entering into your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everybody. We're glad you're with us as we continue our study in the book of Acts. And we are going to be rereading Acts uh, in from Acts 4, verses 13 through 22. Uh, before we, we do that, I would just ask that if you are blessed by this message, that you hit the like button, that you subscribe on this and any number of the platforms you can find a day of prayer at, and that you would share it with someone else so they can be blessed and learn and grow in relationship with our Lord and Savior. And, and for those that have already done those things and continue to like, subscribe, and share, we thank you for, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll say, aiding in this ministry and ensuring that, you know, all the algorithms and everything for all these different platforms helps place this ministry higher up in the in the rankings and that way the gospel is able to go forward even more and accomplish all the plan and purpose and the mandates that the Lord has given this ministry that the gospel will be preached throughout the four corners of the earth so we thank Amen. you and and those that have partnered with us in doing that God bless you God bless you mm-hmm. so let's get in the word shall we mm-hmm. and can I get a volunteer to reread from Acts 4, verses 13 through 22, please. I will. All right, I promise. Now, when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated and untrained men, they marveled. And they realized that they had been with Jesus. And seeing the man who had been healed standing with them, they could say nothing against it. But when they had commanded them to go aside out of the council, they conferred among themselves, saying, What shall we do to these men? For indeed, that a notable miracle has been done through them is evident to all who dwell in Jerusalem, and we cannot deny it. But so that spreads no further among the people, let us severely threaten them, that from now on they speak to no man in this name. So they called them and commanded them not to speak at all, nor teach in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John answered and said to them, Whether it is right in the sight of God to listen to you more than to God, you judge. For we cannot but speak the things which we have seen and heard. So when they had further threatened them, they let them, let them go, finding no way of punishing them because of the people, since they had all glorified God for what had been done. For the man was over 40 years old on whom this miracle of healing had been performed. Amen. Amen. So, 
At this time, we're going to open up the floor to each of you to share what the Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you, and of course, to ask any questions that you may have. All right? Yes. So who'd like to begin? I will. All right, LaCharles? Okay, the first thing the Lord was pouring out to me was that in verse 21 where it said they found no way to punish them, and the Lord immediately brought me to John 9, where John 9 verses 13 through, I say really through 34. Okay. And what the Lord was showing me was that He was showing me that with them punishing it, it wasn't more so that they what they had done was something new for them to see, but the Lord was showing me that it was because it reminded me of another place in John as well where he says, What they did to the master they will do to the servant. Do mm-hmm. not expect to be better do not expect to be treated um better or more fairly because you're a servant and the Lord was just pointing out this was a fulfillment of what Jesus said because we see here is um with the man who was blind since birth and how Jesus has healed him and then they claimed um they said we don't believe you because we don't know if you were actually blind and the Lord showed me that they were trying to discredit but they were unable to as we see in verse 35 and on which is the end of the chapter how the man asked Jesus um spoke to Jesus and he said Jesus said do you believe in the that the Christ has come and he said yes but I want to know where he is that's paraphrasing it and so what the Lord showed me was that with it a sign not necessarily that you're supposed to be expecting bad things to happen to you if you believe in the Lord but he was showing me to be prepared for things to come your way, not to be fickle and saying, okay, Lord, only if everything goes in my favor and nothing bad happens to me, will I support you and do as you tell me to do. It's as you and mommy always tell us, dad, it was saying, I you do everything that you know to do, even when it doesn't necessarily feel like you want to do it, because that shows a true obedience. And Jesus said it in Matthew, even the sinners can love their friends if they do stuff for them. Mm-hmm. Or even sinners lend to their friends if they re- expect to receive. Mm-hmm. And that's what the Lord showing me here was that it wasn't to look for things wrong, but to see the blessing in every situation and see what the Lord was willing and waiting to do. Amen. Amen. And yes, what we say is do everything you know to do that is right. And by right, we mean righteous. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes, everything yes. that is required of you. Right? Yes, and okay. listen to the Holy Spirit's Spirit's guidance as you go. So it's also interesting that you bring that that part up in in John nine, right? Because as you know, there was yes. uh, quite a lot going on in those those preceding chapters, right? And they keep asking yes. Jesus who He is, right? So yes, yes the the repetitive nature of this situation or circumstance first with Christ multiple times, right? Uh, Tell us who you are. Tell us plainly. Are you the Christ? Right. Where she defaulted to his previous answer, which he had said who he was. Um, but in, uh, verse 40, 
and 41 of that chapter is very interesting because, again, the repetitive nature of this situation and circumstance. It says, uh, it says uh, in John 9, 40, Then some of the Pharisees who were with him heard these words and said to him, Are we blind also? Jesus said to them, If you were blind, you would have no sin. But now you say, We see. Therefore, your sin remains. So we talked in the previous episode about um, the opportunity presented. Yes. Right? The yes. opportunity to, for them to humble themselves, to uh, submit to the Lord, to his, his leading, his ruling, because he is God, right? And the yes. leading of his Holy Spirit, who at, at this time now in Acts has been freely given, right? Poured out on all who would receive uh, well, believe in the Lord and receive the Holy Spirit, right? Yes. Yes. Do we not see the similarity? They clearly recognize, but yet they refuse to to humble themselves. They refuse to submit to the Lord's, well, to his lordship over them. Instead yes. wanting to sit in his place over the people and be counted as wise and of importance, right? Yes. And and to judge others. Yes. Yes. Which is uh is very interesting, because going back to Luke six, right? And he actually even in that same chapter he talks about judging, and he says that was part of the reason he was there was was to judge, right? How he entered the world to judge. That's in John nine verse thirty something um hold on i'll give you the verse 39 right for judgment i've come into this world that those who do not see may see and that those who see may be made blind right yes so there's a choice to be made there Mm -hmm. and even in that he wasn't coming to pronounce judgment at that time but the revelation of who he is amen and people who saw him and denied him now that made them accountable which is what he said in at the end of that chapter exactly if you actually were blind you would have no sin right Right. there would be nothing held against you but because you say you see Mm -hmm. and you still refuse christ now there's sin imputed so at at his appearing at that time he wasn't sitting on the great white throne judgment he wasn't correct um going you're coming in you're going you know Welcome in, thou good mm-hmm. and faithful servant, or depart from me, I never knew you. That wasn't what he was doing at this time in his ministry. But seeing him, having the, the witness of the Holy Spirit, and denying him, or accepting him, now there's accountability that's coming, right. which is also what's still happening as the gospel is being preached. Everybody's getting a chance. And and let's let's go hit the way, way back machine in, in Bible history here, right? And... and the Torah, right? The Pentateuch, the first five books of the Bible, uh, t- discussing the children of Israel in the wilderness. And it says how they knew the Lord's acts or his deeds, mm-hmm. right? Yes. So, yes. in but the Moses same way, they, knew his ways. but Moses knew his exactly. There's a mm-hmm. difference. Mm-hmm. The disciples, now apostles, clearly knew the Lord's ways. Mm-hmm. So, they, we see them doing the same things, now the acts or the deeds that they saw the Lord do, Amen. that the Lord saw his father do, right? 
Yes. But also in the same way as it pertains to the Pharisees, Sadducees, and scribes, and the children of Israel in the wilderness. There has to be more than just seeing the miracles. They have to choose to, I'll say, receive or accept the Lord for who he is. Mm -hmm. They saw those things. They experienced. They tasted and saw his goodness and his fruit, but yet their words were stout against him. Mm -hmm. Amen. Um, Who is that that said, your words have I hidden in my heart that, that I might not sin against them? I think that was David. Yeah, absolutely. So we see the apostles, you see the transition. When they were just disciples, they were kind of blindly going around just doing what the Lord told them to do. And there was really not a whole lot of understanding, which is why they didn't recognize him when he was raised from the dead, because they totally thought he was dead. You know, they still went to look and they hoped but they weren't sure. And he was even there in their presence and spoke to them. And they, they could not see or perceive or understand mm-hmm. who he was um, just because they were moving from a carnal or natural or mental place with God. But then after the Holy Spirit comes, and actually after they, they see him and they believe on him and receive their salvation and then the baptism of the Holy Spirit, they're moving with the light on. <laughs> the light on the inside of them the floodlights right it, it's on and they're they're not kind of stumbling around in the dark anymore it's, i'm not saying that they're they're flawless and that there weren't times that god's grace still needed to redeem the, or you know um help them and Absolutely. and cover over them which we will always need that because we're not independent of him we are only successful when we remain or abide in the branch right mm-hmm. or in yes. the vine Amen. Uh, when we abide in the vine then we're successful it's him working through us but the light's on in them and now they're moving from a place not of just mental assent or knowledge like jesus said this so okay mm-hmm. but now it's in their heart and they're moving from revelation of who Jesus is. It's the the light is on bright, and now they fully un, and I'll say fully, but the Holy Spirit gives them understanding of how the word applies, and how the scripture applies to Jesus, and how to rightly apply the scripture as they're ministering to other people. So, um, my my family, you've heard me say this that when you study the word for yourself, it, you make it your own versus me just telling you about it and it's hearsay when it's yours there's revelation when the word is on the inside of you and you sought god out and you've heard the voice of the holy spirit and now you know because he has brought this truth to you no one can take you off your stance no one can um take it from you because now you have revelation so watching them here versus how they appeared previously you know peter's cutting off people's ears and running away and you know (laughs) they're Mm -hmm. crying out to the lord you don't care about us why don't you care that we're drowning all those kind of things that that's a place of mental ascent but the place of revelation comes with confidence and boldness that says i don't fear what man can do to me because all you can kill is the outside of the body i'm concerned about the one who can throw both the body and the soul into hell amen Mm -hmm. so they have a bigger perspective and and um kind of how the um, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego took their stance. Like, no, we're standing on the rock. And if you burn everything up, so what? We're not going to deny who God is. We're not going to deny our Lord and Savior. So. Well, and Peter references that in Second Peter. Um, chapter 1, I'll begin in verse 16. He says, 
For we did not follow cunningly devised fables when we made known to you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but were eyewitnesses of his majesty. For he received from God the Father honor and glory when such a voice came to him from the excellent glory. This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. And we heard this voice, which came from heaven, when we were with him on the holy mountain. And we, and so we have the prophetic word confirmed. Other verses say, made sure, mm-hmm. which you do well to heed as a light that shines in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star arises in your hearts. But then he continues and says, knowing this first, that no prophecy of scripture is of any private interpretation. For prophecy never came by the will of man, but holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. Amen. Which isn't that exactly what we're, we're seeing here. Mm-hmm. They are giving, as you were pointing out, honey, revelation that could only have come from the Lord, from the Father, right? Through his Holy Spirit to them. Mm-hmm. Well, yes. made known. Yes. Our Lord and Savior made it known to them, but now they, they have that even more confirmed, I'll say, if you will, because it's theirs. The Holy Spirit has made it known to them also, not just told from Jesus, even though that is good enough. Amen. Right? That that stands alone, as it were. But now it's, it is theirs as a part of them. They have put their faith, their hope, their trust in the Lord. Mm-hmm. And in all the words that he spoke to them, he revealed himself in all the scripture, as we were discussing in a previous episode. So it's theirs. It cannot be taken, which is why you see this boldness and this confidence as they're declaring who Christ is and all the prophecies concerning him, right? Mm-hmm. When they were, yes. that was back in chapter three, so we're backing up a little bit, right? But they're making it known. And now, even as they're challenged, as they're threatened, mm-hmm. right, you see them steadfast, faithful, holding firm to the Lord and his word. And the leading of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Yes. Amen. That's how we're all supposed to be, yes? Yes. Yes. Amen. That is how each and every one of us is supposed to be with the Lord, rooted and grounded in Him. Amen. And their their faith in Jesus, it when He was raised from the dead, it transitioned and it changed. So Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. He is the door to revelation. You don't get revelation apart from believing in him. Um, You believe in the Lord, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You believe that he was raised from the dead, and he is the Son of God. And um, it's called the Roman road, if you will. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, and you will be saved. And then the Holy Spirit has an opportunity to come in and bring light Um, to your understanding and counsel to you and understanding. Even when you look back in the Old Testament, the gospel was preached to Abraham. The gospel was preached to David. You you look at these people that believe God and they're they're in that um, heroes of faith chapter. They had to believe on him and they didn't understand fully everything that they were believing in per se, like to put a name with the face, if you will, but they just knew your Lord and your God, um, uh, David, uh, prophesies about the Lord said to my Lord sit at my right hand until your enemies be made your footstool he's talking about Jesus so Mm -hmm. in God's goodness and his faithfulness while he had not yet 
um, Jesus in the in the um, natural hadn't come into the earth and um, been born of a virgin um, that the Lord had appointed and died a sinless death and was raised from the dead. But even still, they released their faith. And then as we see the apostles and we come into the New Testament church, Jesus is our access point. He's the door to revelation and understanding because the whole the baptism of the Holy Spirit cannot come unless you have first received Jesus. The Holy Spirit will prompt you. He'll guide you to receiving Jesus. He'll he'll walk you through that and to to him at that point. And then when you receive him, now he has opportunity to come in and show you things that have been preserved and reserved the mysteries of God, if you will, that have been hidden from um, the foundation of the world to be revealed in the saints. Uh, that is the church. So we all got to come through the door and Jesus is the door. But when we do come through him and as we do, we have an everlasting fellowship with God and his fullness, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. And we get to see those things, um, those secret things of the Lord. We get to see and understand and know God in a real way where he moves from being just, yeah, we know there's a God out there somewhere. You can look at the trees and get that information. But now we know who he is. We we hear his voice. We understand his compassion and his kindness and his, his goodness, his gentleness, his meekness, his self-control. We understand all of that. And we understand his sovereignty and his holiness. Not that we feel we've grasped him and we've put a lasso around God and said, aha, now we have you, but we know him so that we can walk with him, which has always been his design, desire, and purpose for mankind. There's a difference between knowing about someone and knowing someone. That relationship, mm -hmm. it matters. Amen. So I want to encourage you today, if you don't have a relationship with our Lord and Savior, to have one. It's just a quick, simple prayer. Acknowledging that you're a sinner. Mm -hmm. Acknowledging that God is who he says he is. He's God. And submitting to him. Making him Lord of your life. Which is his rightful place anyway. Because mm -hmm. that's who he is. And you're going to declare just, it one way or the other. <laughs> or you're, exactly. You, you're just saying, I'm coming into alignment and agreement with you. Now. Of who you are. Uh-huh, I'm coming and now. in my life. That's right. Uh, the, we... Let's see, was it Philippians that he's been given the name above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and Amen. every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord. So that's going to happen. It's, it's better to be on the, the willing side of it. Just come <laughs> on and do it now versus meeting up with him later uh, when he is sitting on that judgment seat mm -hmm. of Christ. The white throne judgment. Yes. I mean. mm -hmm. Amen to that. Amen. So let's uh, pause there for today. And... With that, can I get someone to close out in prayer, please? Uh, I will. All right, Layla. Lord, we just thank you for today, and we thank you for your undeniable and irrefutable truth, Lord. We thank you that you are the one who stands, Lord, and that you cause us to stand when we're in alignment with you, God. We thank you for those that you are continually adding to your kingdom, Lord, that you're saving souls, Lord, and bringing them into your everlasting life, Lord, that you mm -hmm. sent your son Jesus into this earth to fulfill, Lord, so that we would have life and life abundantly, God. We thank you for your goodness, and we thank you for your faithfulness in all things, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' mighty amen. name, amen. And amen. Well, we love you, God bless you, and have a wonderful day. We hope you've enjoyed listening to a Day of Prayers morning Bible study. This year, Pastor John and I are believing for 1,000 new partners to believe God with us and join in the work of the ministry.
God is doing great things through a day of prayer, and we want you to be a part. If the Lord has placed on your heart to partner with us, please contact us online at adayofprayer.org. Click on the menu and select Partner. Complete the form, and we'd love to hear from you. Thank you again. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.